Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Elder Geek Game Club, episode number 12. My name is Steve Wilkinson, and with me, as always, is Bill Summers. Bill, how are you doing tonight? Great. How are you guys? Well, how are you, I should say. I, I am doing well. <laughs> I am doing well, and live on the internet here, we have Randy with us as well from eldergeek.com. Hey. Randy. I am, I'm doing all right. I'm actually getting my butt kicked. I'm not the world's greatest person at shooters, but tonight I'm going to be trying to, uh, you know, for people who are listening to this on on uh, on iTunes, I'm trying to do uh, the podcast and uh, play the game at the same time. Yeah. Which is going to be a, tricky. A new endeavor for us is, is doing the show live uh, over the uh, Elder Geek Twitch TV channel. So we'll see how it goes. By the you way, know, anybody who's actually listening to this live, let me know how the levels are, considering this is our very first show. Let me know if we're too loud or if or if the game is too loud, etc., etc. By the way, what's happening on your screen right now? Um, see, now, this live thing's going to add some, uh, some new uh, dynamic here, I guess. I did not see this at all in the game. The uh, the the tunnel gameplay? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a warp zone kind of thing. And uh, I, it's... Basically, you have to avoid the walls as, as long as you can, but the, uh, you know, if you actually hit the walls, then you leave the kind of warp zone, but that's oh, basically blue, it. Oh, those blue gates? Those, I, yeah, I think it's the blue gates. There's there's actually, a, for how much I've played of this game, there's a lot that I don't understand what the hell is going on when I'm playing right. it. All right, well, all right, well, we'll get to that. Let's uh, hit, like, our regular, um, our, our yes. points here. I, I, don't, I don't want to derail it, but I just, <laughs> I saw something that I didn't see before, and and I wanted to comment on it. Um, yes. Well, once again, this is the Game Club podcast uh, that we do here for Elder Geek. And the basic uh, premises: we pick two games. We have uh, our audience vote on the game that they would like to play. Uh, we spend a couple weeks playing it, collecting our thoughts, and then we get together and record the podcast and put it all together. Uh, this time around, we played Really Big Sky, which we, we mentioned already, uh, which is a uh, kind of a twin stick shooter. Uh, indie game uh it was up against the game infant solaris uh and really big sky pretty much blew it out of the water in the hole so um that's what we played and i guess uh we'll go ahead and phil if you could give us a little backstory on this game yeah sure i mean there's not i couldn't really dig up too much on it um but you know i'll give you some of the basics here so it's created by a uk based uh, indie studio called big baddie uh it's set up by two guys james whitehead and Alex, I'm going to butcher this. Alex Sumsar Rai. So, hmm. um, yeah, but it's so sorry, Alex, if you ever listen to this by by chance. Uh, yeah, so it's mainly that uh, James uh, Whitehead. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's all his thing. Um, so, really, Big Sky. It's a follow up to Big Sky. Um, that was the first game um, that came out in, I believe, 2009. And really, Big Sky. I think they kind of planned it almost be like an upgrade of big sky and then it kind of turned it into like a full-fledged sequel i guess as they went along and added features to it um i've never actually played big sky so i can't comment on how different it is from what i read is that the difference is pretty much between like the difference between geometry wars and geometry wars 2 like kind of the same but like way more stuff added to it okay um so really big sky was released in july 2011 um and it's as you said, Steve, it's the best way to describe it would be kind of like a, tr a twin stick shooter meets like a traditional horizontal shooter. And then there's kind of like, you know, random generated elements thrown into the mix. You know, every time you play it, it's different. Um, kind of like Binding Isaac, which we've had on um, Game Club before. Right. Not that they're similar at all, just that, well, you're shooting in both of them, but... Um, <laughs> But just, you know, the idea of randomly generated things are, are in there. So, I mean, that's pretty much all I could dig up on history.
Now we we played it on PC. We we all three of us, I believe, got it. Gamers Gate. I'm not aware of any. Yeah. Other, uh, play set it's available. Is it? Is, didn't come out on any other systems, right? Like it wasn't. A no, game no, like and no. Like it's that. just yeah, just a PC game. And actually, today, uh, as we record this, there is um an indie bundle. I, I wish I could remember what it's called. Um, that had this game in it, and you can um do Steam play through that. So that's the only way you can get it on Steam is through this bundle. Hmm. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. That was actually something I was going to mention about the game was that I. Part of my thought was one thing I kind of wished as I was playing it was that it was in Steam, in that I had my it has all the leaderboard right. stuff and everything and 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 I kind of wanted to see how my friends were doing at it as well. I mean, especially you and Randy because we were all playing it. I think it even there's even a part like a portion in this game like when you finish up a level and stuff like that and you can see how well you're doing. I think one of the achievements is based on how well your buddies do, and I have no idea how to get this to sync with any of like you guys. <laughs> Right. right, I had the same exact thought. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that would be neat if I had any buddies." Uh, I, 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 I'm sorry. I looked it up, and it's part of the really big bundle on IndieRoyale.com. Hmm. Um, the current minimum price is three eighty eight, and with that, you get really big sky, a game called Runespell Overture, uh, Cthulhu Saves the World. Wow, Euphoria. If I said that right, uh, and and Breath of oh. Death Seven, um, which we've done. Cthulhu uh, on Game Club before. So you're getting a bunch of Game Club games uh, for 388, and that goes on for the next four days. Um, so by, even by the time that this podcast comes out to download, you'll have like, you know, three or two days left. So that's pretty time. awesome, actually. Yeah. So that is at indieroyale.com. You can actually throw up a link in the chat if anybody, oh, yeah. you know, wanted to, wanted to check that out right now. Sure. So yeah, and that's the only way to get uh, Steam Play for it through that hmm. that's kind of a shame i i wish there was a way to to sync it up right yeah yeah because i i don't use steam as much as you guys but even i kind of like missed it a little bit you know just launching you know the application or whatever playing it that way um so thoughts on really big sky who who wants to start out here uh i'll go i'll go first uh i mean Phil and I kind of talked about this before the show a little bit uh, earlier today, and it's weird. Of all the games we've played, I- I've enjoyed this one probably. This is probably one of the ones I've enjoyed the most, and it's the one that I, for some reason, have the least to say about. Uh, like, <laughs> as much fun as I had playing it, I, I don't really know what to say about it. Uh, it-, it reminds me in a lot of ways of uh, uh, like Cannibal, because it's that kind of game where you just start the level. It's all. I mean, of course, it's randomly generated, so... You know, you never get the same level twice, but it's just kind of like a like an endurance thing where you're, you're just playing through it and you're seeing how far you can get. And, you know, it's a lot of fun. I guess I should preface this also by saying, I don't know about you guys, and I've tried it every way I could think of imaginable. I could not get my 360 controller to work. Really? Oh, really? Mine fired right up with it. I, yeah. I it, it saw it. It sensed it. Um, like if I hit the button, it would, it would, um, recognize it and everything, but I could not get it to work. That's weird. I have no idea why I tried it a million different ways. Did you, did it you in. turn it on in the options? Because there is a specific option that you need to switch yeah. to, to make it go. Yeah. Yeah. I did find that option and I turned it on and it was still, it just would not work when, when I actually launched the game to play, like it just did not respond to my controller huh. at all. So I don't know what it was something weird going on i guess but i like i said I've, I've i've played you know dozens and dozens of games using my 360 controller uh and i've never had an issue um so this was the first game where i really just could not get it to work and i don't know why but so that was kind of a disappointment for me right out of the gates uh i i guess it must be something with me if you guys both were able to easily get it to work um but yeah that was kind of disappointing so i ended up playing it um you know, WASD, and then using the mouse to, to aim. That must have been hard. Uh, you know what? It actually, the way they did it, uh, they did a pretty good job. It, it worked pretty well that way. I, I wasn't, um, I didn't feel like I was hindered by that at all, I guess. Yeah, my my first two times that I actually played the game, I did it with, with uh, mouse and keyboard as well, and I I actually liked it. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It's, it's, uh, 
the WASD keys actually move where your mouse moves and uh, or moves where your ship moves and the mouse itself actually is where you shoot on the screen. So Right. Yeah. So there's yeah, there's like a cross and you move the cross around and that's where you're Yeah, it's it's go. pretty I don't know. I don't want to call it like mega intuitive, but honestly, once you once you start it up, it it, it feels right. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it, it wasn't um it wasn't a bad thing. I was a little disappointed, but I was able to play the game fine doing it that way. I didn't feel like I was hindered at all. But um, yeah, so it reminded me a lot of uh, of Cannibal in that regard, in that it was kind of just like, you just keep going, and you just go as far as you can, and then when you die, you just start again, mm -hmm. pretty much. And uh, that's not a bad thing. I mean, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I love games like that. I love Cannibal, and uh, another game like that it would be that... Uh, <laughs> The robot unicorn yeah. <laughs> one, another another similar kind of execution where you're just kind of going across the screen. Uh, I, I think that's really cool. I, I I like that style of game. It's fun to kind of sit down and just play for a few minutes. Uh, it's and then do something else, and you can come back to it later, and it's still just as fun as it was the other right. time you played it. Um. So, those are really kind of my main thoughts about it. Um. I, I thought the music was really cool. Uh, I, I really liked the the style of the game, the graphics. I thought everything looked really nice. Um, yeah, the graphics are pretty awesome. The, the, the only thing that kind of bugged me was like the constant voiceover. You can, the whole yeah. thing. I think you can turn him off. I, I think you probably could. Yeah, I didn't bother I turn turning him off. Him off man. So I guess that's not really a, a very valid complaint. But I mean, it was kind of annoying. <laughs> he does say know. some, he does say you, some funny want... things, though. Like he'll say, do a barrel roll. No, yeah. Just... You know, and yeah, then, yeah. Uh, I think but he not, does like a few Zoidberg uh, lines as well. Yeah, yeah. I caught a couple some something in there from Futurama. I thought I read. <laughs> you, you know <laughs> what you guys well, think? Yeah, going to, to the voice, why I muted him is because, like, uh, obviously he has a heavy accent. Um, and on top of that, like the quality of his audio wasn't good. Uh, well, I don't know if it was quality was bad or he's low compared to the rest of the sound and i like really couldn't understand what he said a lot of times like he, i heard it very low yeah and like i heard to do a barrel roll but like i didn't quite realize he said that until like a moment after he said it like i was like oh he just said that but uh yeah so i kind of muted but randy you're doing things in this game that i haven't seen this retro mode i thought i played a decent amount here but uh um so you know i think it's a good game um the graphics are like awesome. Here's here's the weird thing with the with the the uh the look of this game. It's pretty awesome once it's moving around and you know shit's blowing up, but at the same time it's kind of a, its biggest weakness because there's so many explosions and there's so many bullets flying around that for me it's like hard to see what I'm looking at, you know? Um and I would die a lot just because I didn't even know Sometimes you don't know what you can touch, and, and you I just, don't know um, if it's a power up or or if it's an enemy bullet, that kind of thing. Right, exactly, and mm -hmm. that's like my biggest, my biggest like gripe with the game is that there's so much crap that you know you kind of don't you don't know what's going on, but at the same time, it's pretty neat looking when it's happening, you know. Yeah, I see what you mean, but as, by the same token, I mean you die and then you're like right back in the game again pretty quickly, so it, it sucks if you made. Like, early on, when you're first starting out, I mean, the game kind of, you learn through dying, pretty much. You learn what you right. can touch. Like, I did, it, it didn't register for me the first time when I first hit the planet, and I just smashed right into it. And I was like, oh, shit, I was supposed to turn into a drill to go yeah. through it, you know? Stuff Which like that. drill is so, awesome, I, by the way. But I thought I think that's a pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that was a cool mechanic. And then it's got all the power-ups that you go through as you're going through yeah. the planet. But, I mean, even though that happens, you're it puts you right back in the game again. It, it's kind of... Uh, it's quick that way, I think. And I, I didn't think that, that was a, a terrible thing because it allowed you to learn by your mistakes, but it didn't penalize you so bad that you had to like sit through, you know, uh, two or three minutes of, of cutscenes or anything. You were just right. Right. I, I mean, for me, it just kind of sucked. Like there is a finish line. Did you ever get to this finish line, Randy? On the... No. There is like, I mean, at the top of the screen, there's like this little map up there and there is like a little mm -hmm. finish line at the end and your dot gets closer to it. So like you, I don't know what happens when you get to the end. I don't know if you beat it or you know, there's just kind of like a high score thing. I imagine it probably just keeps going. But um, you know, I want to get to that point, and it just sucks when 
you kind of die just because there's so much stuff filling the screen that you can't look at it. And on top of that, my computer is kind of a hog, and I would get. And some by hog, stuff. you mean it sucks. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I feel it. I feel like we keep having yeah, this Yeah, when we play PC games, this is going to come up, man. <laughs> we either got to stop playing PC games or we got to get you a better PC. Well, One or the other is going to happen. We, I got to get we a gotta better get PC. Like a, uh, we got to get a hardware sponsor on the show. Uh, <laughs> ben yeah, when games like this and Isaac are like making my machine run slow, it's like, ugh, yeah, it's time. Uh, but you know is you're you're not the only one that said that this this game made them slow um you know not to, not to skip ahead to like our user comments or anything like that but one of one of eg's regulars uh corn actually said that this was really beating the crap out of his computer yeah. too yeah so maybe it's just kind of a you know graphic heavy and just you know i don't know not optimized well um as far as technical things go i don't really you know that's kind of out of my realm <laughs> but um yeah, it definitely would sometimes sometimes it would just like come to such a crawl and then I would just I'd be dead. Like I'd be doing great and all of a sudden crawl dead. So I know that's not I know that's not feature. the game's fault. It could be a feature to kind of like take you back to like that retro feeling of having everything slow down. Do <laughs> well, did it get slow for you? No. No, we have good computers. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Yeah, my computer was like making dinner for me while I was playing it and doing all kinds of. Other yeah, I've got stuff. Photoshop and Illustrator and InDesign <laughs> running right now while I'm streaming and playing the game. <laughs> no, I have all those going too, and then even when I close them, it don't make a difference. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. I got bad luck with it, but uh, yeah. So that's not the game's fault. That's obviously my computer's fault, and it sucks. You know, I lowered all my settings to as low as it could go, pretty much, and I got it to run better. But you know, it's it still tripped me up. Um, another thing with the it's a high score game, right? So what I thought was kind of neat about it is at the end of there's a lot of modes, but I guess classic mode is the mode, right? Yeah, uh, classic mode is like the mode. There's there's arcade and uh, right. there's like hell and nightmare, which both of them are too hard for me to even like last for more than forty seconds. Right. Yeah. So you know what happens is at the end your high score kind of becomes like a currency so then what you can do is you start you slowly start like beefing your ship up uh like shield to it so you can take a couple more hits you know better firepower that kind of stuff um so i thought that was pretty a pretty cool feature and obviously the more you play the hot you know the more powerful you're going to get and maybe you'll get a little further into this into this track you know whatever this mm -hmm. course consists of however long it is um so i thought that was kind of a cool like incentive to keep you playing you know like oh you know maybe i'll do a little better this time because i'm a little more powerful um yeah and it's true you know i did actually feel as though i was doing better because once i, I started putting all my points in the one thing where you have a little a little uh guardian that kind of flies mm -hmm. around you and i i put a lot of points in that and i felt like it kind of almost overpowered and that i was kind of uh you know just nothing was hitting me for, I mean, in the earlier parts of the game, once you get a little further into the level, then obviously it takes a bit more than that. But uh, uh, yeah, no, I th I, that was a really cool feature. Yeah, the the, uh, the power ups are kind of neat, but you know, when you're first playing it and you're first upgrading your ship and everything, you really have, and I didn't have any clue what most of the power ups actually did or what they were right. for. It was they're describing things that I'm like, okay, I didn't recognize any of those things when I was playing yeah. the game. And you really don't know what they are until you like really tweak them up a little bit. Like even now, mm -hmm. I still just kind of dump my points in randomly. And uh, right. as, as people are watching me and I'm I'm shooting these things, and and uh, there's you get points for actually uh, shooting people and and you know taking out bosses and stuff. You also get points for like flying over certain objectives. But kind of like Geometry Wars, when you blow up ships, the enemies like leave these little giblets around, these little bits. Yeah, I have no idea what these little bits do. They give None. you points. Yeah, but uh, if you if you're actually watching my screen right now, they're yeah. not giving me points when I pick them up. No, I thought they were. Some modes they do, like on in arcade mode they do, oh, but yeah, here not. in classic mode they don't. Watch here, I'm scooping some up. My score stays ah. exactly the same. It's it's very strange. Uh, Is it like a multi a multiplayer or anything like that? Because it does have that at the on the top left side hmm. of the 
screen. It doesn't have like a multiplier thing in the. Back. There, is, there a is a multiplier. I don't. I don't know if it's for the multiplier or not. I like I said, I'm not sure what it's for. And now, right now, you're, what you're doing is you're drilling into a planet. Um, and I think that's like pretty cool feature, especially you. You didn't get to experience it, Steve. You weren't playing with the the controller, but like it shakes real cool, and and you actually it's one of those few uh, like rumble things that I, like somehow it works well, and like you kind of feel like you're really driving through that planet. And what happens with that is it's just a simple mechanic. Like you just hit, I think it's a button to switch your ship. So your sw- your ship can no longer fire, but now he can drill. So the game usually gives you a warning. It says, you know, here comes a planet. And what, what you do is you just flip to this drill and you're just flying through the planet. But somehow it works, just the feel of it and the, sh- you know, when the controller is going and the screen shaking. And then while you're doing that, there's like bonuses inside there. There's like these kind of like bubble type things. And it says, you know, multiplier, bomb, or laser. And as you pass through those, you know, your multiplier will go up or you'll collect like a bomb. And I thought those are kind of like cool, cool sequences. And especially like because they break up the action with the shooting, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one more thing I wanted to say too about kind of going back to getting lost on the game is, you know, we played uh, Ikarugo on this show before and they're not very similar games other than the fact that you're flying a ship and you're shooting, but both games are like, they litter the screen with shit, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, there's something about Ikaruga where it works and you never feel, well, you do feel overwhelmed, but you always kind of a sense of order to the overwhelming. Right. Right. Exactly. That's what I wanted to say. There's definitely like an order to it. Now, you know, you're overwhelmed, but you can kind of maybe see potential. You can see where maybe you can go. Whereas here, I just feel like it's just explosions and it's shit. And then you somehow miraculously survive or, or you're dead, you know? So, well, I, th- I think the big distinction there really is that Ikaruga is a heavily scripted game. Right. And where you, can, where you can memorize the patterns and it kind of becomes a bit less overwhelming as you start to do that. Whereas this game is random and you, you know, you're just going to, you know, there's no, you can't do that. You can, you can recognize patterns, and when things start to happen, you're like, okay, well, this happens, so probably the next thing is going to be this, right. or next a planet's going to come, or or a, a, a swarm of these ships. But you can't, you, you can't get used to it no. the way you do with. Uh, well, you, at the on the at the same time, they have the game has bosses that kind of randomly pop up. I've only seen three bosses. I did the boss rush mode, and it's the same bosses, and mm-hmm. they just get harder. So yeah. I don't know. If there's more than those three, no, I but... think I think that's really it. It in that sense, it kind of reminds me of Beat Hazard, where it has like a very limited number of like bosses that you have. Okay, uh, and the, the one boss is almost like something out of a shooter like that. Like it sends out these patterns of bullets, and you can mm-hmm. I feel like get good at that boss because um, he's obviously has some there's some sort of method to his madness, you know. And I think those parts work good, not just because you can learn, but because the action's kind of just focused on him, you know? It's not all the explosions happening at once. So I feel like the bosses are, like, the easy part of the game, because that's usually when things are kind of semi-calm, you know, if that makes sense. Mm. So it's kind of weird that the bosses are... Or the, the easier part, yeah. Yeah, you know, you feel like that would be the, the daunting part, but really it's kind of, like, almost the break. It's like, okay, I get to fight a boss for a little bit, and he won't be too bad, you know? <laughs> that was how I thought about it anyway. No, I kind of agree. It, it it is it is very much like you had said, where the bosses are are really the only thing you can pa- like count on for being semi predictable. You know, the rest of it is yeah, just like that. I just it just threw a, a a planet at me, and I wasn't even really expecting it at all. And so yeah. crap. <laughs> uh, let's go again. Anyway, <laughs> I just bought, I, I'm sorry on, on my stream. I, I just saw you crash into the planet after you destroyed that boss did they did they give me a warning for that one like i was working so hard on that boss i think, and the, I, war- I feel- I think the warning came up man I think- damn. damn it was a short warning I, i'm getting a little bit better at it i I'm, I'm notoriously bad for like shooters which is funny because i was the one that put up the uh the choices for this week because you know yeah <laughs> you would think i would have picked something something non-shootery but oh well shooters are cheap well you said you liked um you said you're in the Geometry Wars, right? Geometry Wars is a lot of fun. Um, the thing with shooters is it's not like I dislike them and it's not like I'm terrible at them. It's just that 
a really good shooter will last you a while, you know, whereas like back in the day, Space Invaders was the shit. Um, Asteroids was the shit. And, you know, when you would play it, you you probably could sit down and play it for like hours and hours on end. But now if you buy a, a really good shooter like this or even Geometry Wars, sure, you could lose yourself in it for like 45 minutes or so. But you can't do the, the same marathon mesh, uh, sessions that you used to be able to unless you're like a big, you know, shooter fan. Yeah, I mean, if you're like a score junkie, I mean, I feel like this game, I feel like this game does everything it can to keep you playing it. You know, you're always unlocking things, too. There's a lot of modes. So every time you die, almost kind of like, I hate to bring it back to Isaac because they're not even similar, other than the fact that they're like very self-contained small games with a lot of random elements. Like, um, you know, you're always being rewarded. So there's always a reason to play it again. And there's always new modes. There's always new like powers that maybe you didn't see the one time. So, you know, I feel like it's always inviting you to, you know, keep coming back. Um, at the same time, I, I don't know if I... I don't know how I feel about the random elements of the game because it's neat because, you know, you don't know what to expect, but at the same time, you know, what makes Geometry Wars compelling to a lot of people is, you know, you have like those two, five minutes or whatever to play to survive, but like you perfect that run, you know what I mean? And you, you learn, you make your own little, you know, you make your own perfect run and you're always trying to top your own score where I feel as in here, the random elements make it kind of unbalanced. So it's kind of hard to almost top yourself sometimes because you might just have like a shitty run and I don't know, maybe that, maybe that's not a problem for some people, but I don't know. For me, it kind of hurts uh, slightly, but. I can't believe Steve, you've actually gotten to the end of the, the like map. I'm, I'm actually seeing like we were talking about. If people look on the screen right now, you can see like, the little white line in the top left and the little white line in the in the top right. And they're just below the score and my session score. Mm-hmm. And then like the little blink and white dot is me and how far I am. You've gotten to the very end of this. Did I? Oh, I, I, thought, no, sorry, uh, I, said, I said I got pretty close. <laughs> oh, you got close. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't get. No, I was I definitely didn't. over the halfway point with the with the score in the middle of the screen, whatever that is in the middle of the screen. I was definitely I past know. that. I got far. I got past a boss. Um, I forget which one it was that I did. It wasn't anything uh, too amazing. Sorry, <laughs> I should have used oh. that power there. Nah, uh yeah, no, I got pretty far. I got through a boss. Uh, I definitely went through multiple planets, but no, I never got. To mm. It's a, you know, it's it's weird to me. Like, I think it's a good game and I, you know, I would recommend people check it out if they're into this kind of thing, but I feel like it's like really close to being like masterpiece, you know, and it, and it just has a few little things for me that kind of, you know, knocks it down a few pegs, which sucks. Cause if it were, you know, I would love to be telling everybody how amazing it is and all that. And it is cool. I, you know, something we didn't mention also that um, I didn't get a chance to try out. Unfortunately, I, I don't know if either of you guys did either, but it has, you can play co-op with someone. Like you can have someone playing at the keyboard and someone playing using yeah, the controller awesome. on the screen together at the same time, which is pretty neat. I mean, it, it would be uh, it would be great if you could do it online, but that's kind of a nice extra feature. That yeah, I wonder how crazy, I can only imagine how crazy it gets doing it with that too. Man, that, yeah, that would be kind of crazy. Um, I, I could, I could see it if you could. You do two controllers? Do you know? I well, I didn't try. Like I said, I couldn't get one controller to work. So. <laughs> <laughs> two was kind of a stretch, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, possibly, probably. I don't see why not. If if they have the option in there to select controllers, I would imagine it would be one is like controller one and one is controller right. two. I'll tell you, you know, I, I agree with with Phil when he had said that this is borderline on masterpiece for for a game this price. It, it looks awesome. It plays as well as it possibly can. I'm not saying that like it's a perfect game um, because there's, you know, again, I think that there's like a certain level of chaos that happens on screen that just kind of makes it, um, I don't know, for me, impassable. Maybe maybe not for everybody though, but. Um, there are some things that I think hold it back. Definitely not the music. The music's actually awesome. I wish you could actually play your own music in it because um, I'm kind of getting sick of the same tracks over and over again. Um, and Steve, you love music too? Yeah, yeah I feel like I feel like I'm the odd man out on this one. Really? I feel Steve, like it's did, you right. like the, did you like the music in Train Spotting, Steve? 
Yeah, I see, that's that. why this music is very <laughs> train spotting. In fact, that was the that was the yeah, first thing I thought that, of. That sound, that soundtrack defined probably like at least a few years of like my like late teens, <laughs> yep. early twenties. <laughs> yep, that's about right. So I, I I guess that's why. I guess if you like train spotting, then you'll like this this soundtrack. It, it is very train spotting esque. Um, but the there, there's a few things that I, I that kind of set it back a little bit for me. The, the developers seem to be obsessed with circles. Everything in the game is a circle. Like the yeah. power-ups are circles, the, the explosions are circles, my ship is a circle, all the planets are circles. And it'd be it'd be nice if there was a little bit of contrast so you could tell like what is what. Like maybe this right. the power-ups all were stars, so you could visually tell them a different from the from the actual enemies on screen. And uh, and the other thing is I know it's a it's a visual choice that they decided to do this. But I don't know. Maybe it's there's like a bloom effect to the game. Mm-hmm. Like the none of the edges are crisp, yeah. and I feel like I'm getting cataracts early when I'm playing this game. You know, it's like it's like I'm I'm feeling like I'm blinking a couple of times to wash the blurry away, but it never goes away. And and I would I would love it to have like nice crisp edges, um, like Geometry Wars does. Hmm. You know, I kind of like the bloom look because it kind of the game just has as your plan it just kind of has like this crazy sense of speed and feel and it's kind of you know everything's always constantly shaking and shit like that um i kind of like the bloom because i feel like it goes along with that hall just you know things are just kind of out of control but i mean i i could see why you wouldn't uh, why you wouldn't dig it yeah, I didn't mind. I didn't mind that aspect of it. I, I kind of liked the whole like how everything was very soft because it seems like now, ever like, not that I dislike the uh, cell shaded kind of um, look that that a lot of games have nowadays, where everything's kind of like hard colors and and you know thick mm-hmm. lines um, with a lot of uh, indie titles. So to see it like this, where it was almost kind of like a painting at times, uh, was kind of I thought a, a neat change. It was oh yeah, it's, it's it's definitely a style thing. It's not it's not something that is wrong with the game. If you if you follow me, you know what I mean. It's just right. a it's a personal right. personal it's preference a personal thing. Right. Yeah, it's a self preference thing. It's not like where you can look at the game and be like, yeah, wow, the controls suck, or these right. these visuals are just you can't do anything with them. Um, that's just a, a personal deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't. The, I, I think overall the execution of this game is just great. Like I said, playing it on the keyboard. And and still being able to have a, a nice uh, experience without it feeling weird or anything like that, uh, it just goes to show the amount of time they put into to refining the controls and, and the way the game works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a couple of uh, comments actually in the uh, in the in the section. Dante three sixty nine actually said that he likes train spotting too, um, or he likes to spot trains too, guys. That's funny. And uh, <laughs> Spiker one thirty two says he has no clue what's going on on screen. That's you know, cool because I, I don't either. And yeah, you know, and that's and that's kind of another problem with it. Like, and and as he said that, I'm looking at the screen, and at one point, your ship well becomes a circle. A bunch of circles start flying around it, and <laughs> and a lot of that kind of stuff happens in the game. It's like, well, why is this happening? Like, what did I do to activate this? And is this good or is this just? There's a lot of stuff where you're just kind of like, you know, what's going on here? Like, I just wish certain things were more clear because I never. Sometimes I'm not sure if. You know, I don't know if it's good or bad or or what. I don't know if I activated it. I don't know if there's something I grabbed that made this effect happen on the screen. I yeah, just... the one effect that happens on screen pretty regularly, I was going to ask you guys if you knew how it did it. It, like, reverses everything on screen, and it plays, like, the music backwards. You know oh, what really? I mean? It, it reverses all the colors. It, like, makes the background white, and, and mm-hmm. uh, the shit becomes, like, a really stark black. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have no idea what does that. Yeah, and uh, and you're in this hyperspace thing again. Yeah, I have I no just clue missed. what got me in here. Yeah, I, I've never, I didn't see that. <laughs> I never saw that before. It's pretty cool looking though. It is. It's actually kind of hard too because you gotta, uh, you gotta keep from smacking the sides here. And and I'm, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm surfing as I'm doing it. Yeah, it's a cool effect. I mean, like, like, I, like I said, uh, you know, the graphics are pretty awesome. There's a lot of really cool effects with it. Um, but yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I've I've said everything I have to say about it. You know, it's a it's a small game. It's cool. Um, got a couple issues as far as just not being able to tell what's going on. Um, and if it wasn't for those problems, I would probably love it. 
I agree. I agree. That's I, I really don't have much else to say about it either. I think it's I think it's a solidly built game for the price. You can't beat it. it you know, what, what did we get it for? Like three bucks or something? Yeah, it was on sale for four when we um when we put this up. It's really eight dollars. But OK, um, eight bucks. How many how many quarters is that? Like yeah. how many how many playthroughs would that be? I, I've gotten more than that already just sitting down and playing this for the for the game club, like actually live. So you get your money's worth no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I hate to say this, you know, I feel like it's only a matter of time before it pops up on Steam, especially mm-hmm. since now it's part of that thing and it has, you know, Steam play on there with her. But, um, you know, I feel like wait for a Steam release and, you know, wait for a sale, you know, Christmas sale or something, and they'll probably knock it down to, you know, $4 or $2. And that's like a perfect price for it. I think it is. I think it is yeah, actually it, on sale right now on Gamersgate. I think they they have it going on for their their Christmas sales or or holiday sales or whatever. Over the Thanksgiving or last week, up until the Thanksgiving weekend, they had it on sale for four dollars, and I think it now I think it's gone back up to ah, gotcha. nine for the time being. But the fact that it's part of that uh, indie bundle, uh, I just posted the link in the. Oh yeah, that's right. You can get like that, and all those all other games stuff. for like three bucks. And and like Phil said, the fact that now it's on Steam Play, if you buy it through the indie bundle, tells me that I would I would be surprised if we don't see it up on Steam as an actual game for sale by the yeah. end of the year. And chances are, yeah, there'll be some sort of crazy sale on it uh, when it comes out, I would think. Um, so definitely a game worth checking out and, and picking up because you'll get a lot of uh, replay value out of I, it. I do like this. I don't know if you guys are seeing this on screen, but I'm playing pacifism mode right now, and there are all these little flowers and stuff coming off of <laughs> my ship. Oh, I did it again. I'm somehow in the uh, the surfer tube here. Very cool. But uh, I, I love I love the pacifism mode, and it, and it drops like all the the very psychedelic you know flowers off of it. That's that's a nice little touch. Yeah, it is cool. It's got it has a pretty cool you know it's got a sense of humor about it. Like you know uh, like you guys it has the commentary. I mean the guys the guys kind of funny. I just you know it was going along with the game it's hard for me to know what he was saying because it just maybe the way the volume was or or whatever but um you know it's it's got a sense of humor about itself whoa uh yeah <laughs> see <you're, laughs> i knew this was gonna happen you're playing the game and you're getting way into it <laughs> i'm doing it well i think i think yeah i'm actually at the halfway point on pacifism if you see my little my little blue uh, or my little blippy dot up there i'm doing pretty well so so we, we did have one uh, one community thought from Corn uh, uh, over at ElderGeek.com. He said, really big sky is pretty cool, but it's destroying my laptop for some reason. The rippling explosions create so much slowdown, it's insane. Power-ups remind me of a shooter I had on my calculator in high school, maxing out individual bars to improve your ship. No, that's, I don't ever remember playing any computer. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of jealous of his calculator. Pretty cool. Yeah, right. He had an, he must have mistook uh, his uh, Game Boy for a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> the different maneuvers are also a breath of fresh air, although I didn't use them much. Uh, and they said, "Now, how much do I have to pay you guys to do a game club on Wizorb?" I, you, you know, know Wizorb. Wizorb's on my list. Or have you played that, Randy? No, but it is. It's on my list as well. I've heard nothing but awesome things about it. I heard it. You know, I was going to suggest we do it like sooner, like when it came out. But I had heard there was going to be a Steam Steam release, and I feel like last time we did an Xbox Live arcade game or indie game only, a lot of people were like, "Well, I don't, I don't want to play it on that," or they didn't have X. I don't know who doesn't have Xbox, but they didn't have Xbox. Um, so I got some complaints. So I wanted to wait for it to be a Steam game. Uh, Maximize our followers. Yeah, since it's supposedly coming to Steam soon. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a, a smart move. Might yeah. So Wizard. Could be down the line. Um, in the pipeline. So, so yeah, that was our only uh, community thought. We've had a couple of our, our friends in the chat room here chiming in, saying they, they didn't get a chance to play it, and they were condemning the Steam sale as, as a reason. And uh, I guess I can't really fault them for that, because it was, for, for people listening, if you're listening in the, in the future, from now, you know, everything's great. The world is wonderful. <laughs> Um, no, uh, we're, we're coming off the Thanksgiving weekend. So, you know, of course, Steam over Thanksgiving weekend and, and Gamersgate had it too. And I, I think even Amazon and a lot of places, a lot of digital distribution sales going on, uh, just crazy stuff every day, new things up. So 
So, uh, you know, a lot of people were, were buying and playing a lot of uh, cool games for really cheap, and I'm, I'm guilty as well. I, I didn't, I put in a lot of time on this game last week prior to Thanksgiving, but pretty much once the weekend started, I probably, yeah. Uh, I didn't yeah, that was probably a wise decision think, with with some of the with some of the Black Friday ah Black Friday deals and stuff. Yeah, I put yeah I yeah, put time yeah, onto I, it or like right after you know well we knew it was gonna win just because it had so many votes and I bought it like before the poll ended put some time onto it then and then uh, Zelda came out and I played a lot of it today. <laughs> uh, I played a lot of Big Sky today, but yeah, it's just. Oh, I thought you meant no, Zelda. Well, I played, no, I didn't play a lot of Zelda today. <laughs> I didn't play that at all today. Jonesing. But, uh, uh, yeah, so it was kind of just bad timing, which kind of sucks because... Yeah, yeah this game kind of deserved a bit more of a uh, uh, um, attention, mm-hmm. I guess, I think. Um, but, I, like I said, I, 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 it'll be coming to Steam soon, and I, I definitely think it'll get it. So... So where Ready, where do uh, we go now? Do we do we uh, do we announce what our choices are for the next one, or do we? Uh, yeah, remind sure. me. I'm I'm lost a bit here. That's all right. So <laughs> next time, since uh, these were my picks, I I wanted to go retro again. I can't help myself. Nice. Um, I wanted to do Act Razor because I've been wanting to play that again for some reason. Uh, so hmm. Act Razor versus Super Turrican Two, which I've never played ever. Um, they're both virtual console games. Uh, that's pretty much the only way to get them unless you want to go the real way, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, so those are our choices. Did you ever Act play Act Razor? No, I've never done Act Razor. And never I've done never Act done... Razor? No. Nope. Treat. I know. I, that's that's like a you know one of the one of the initial holy games of of you know of the classic era, and I I just never did it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was one. That was one of my favorite uh, Super Nintendo games. Really. Ever. I think I'm, hmm. yeah yeah i played a lot of that it's one. been it's an interesting game it's it's um it's a hybrid of like a side scrolling um action game like a castlevania or whatever but then it also has kind of this like sim city element where you uh you build a town and you have to kind of like build it up and and upgrade it and right stuff. pretty, inter- yeah, pretty, it's pretty interesting. funny it'll it'll go hand in hand with the other game that i'm actually playing for review right now what are you playing I'm playing Anno 2090. Have you guys ever heard of it before? No. I think it's Anno 2090. Hang on, I'm going to pause my game here real quick. Will it let me pause? Apparently there's no pause. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, there is no pause, and you can't... <laughs> that was another complaint. I had that on play. That, that, big, that big planet coming at <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, right? I'm just going to let myself die. I'm an all tab yeah. out here. I was going to say, because I, I, I picked a mode I didn't want to play by accident, and I couldn't pause it or exit out of the mode, and I was like pretty pissed off. And it was like a timed one, and like you couldn't die. I forget what mode it is. So I basically just had to wait till the guy got to the end because I didn't feel like shutting the program down and starting it again. It's so. called Anno Twenty Seventy. I, I looked it up. It's uh, it's this game by Ubisoft, and it's it's kind of like Command and Conquer, but without without uh, the battling. It's kind of like uh, it's set in the future. the The world's kind of gone to shit, and uh, you are you find like these remote islands on the, you know, on earth to kind of resettle humanity and like try to find new resources and, uh, and resettle new little societies and stuff using like super futuristic technology. It's kind of neat. Um, <laughs> my, my initial thought of it, you know, is, uh, is that it suffers from a similar problem that this game has and, and that it doesn't explain enough as to what the hell you're supposed to be doing, uh-huh. you know, but once you figure it out, it's one of those games where you're just like, Oh, cool. I can't wait to, to do it more cool yeah and then the other one i don't want to you know uh, dismiss it the super turrican 2 uh you know the turrican series is pretty semi-well known um kind of like contra-ish games done by factor five um the only one i've ever played was the first one ages ago and i heard the second one was cool so i just decided to you know there's no real rhyme or reason why these two are pitted up against each other other than i would like to play act razor again and Turrican 2 seems decent. So it's also like a rare SNES game. I looked it up on eBay just in case it like won if I wanted to get like the actual game. And it goes for like $70. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, on virtual console, it's like eight bucks. But yeah, so the real one, uh the real one is uh pretty pretty spicy meatball. 
So for anybody who's actually watching this live right now, uh, what we're going to actually do is we're going to put up the choices on uh, eldergeek.com where people are going to be able to actually vote. Uh, we do it for we play the game for two weeks and then we we reconvene two weeks from today and and we we put together our thoughts on the game. Mm-hmm. And next week you'll be seeing ActRaiser on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, may not win. No, I have a theory. If Atrazer wins, I don't think Randy's going to like it. That's my theory. Really? Throwing it wait, out there. Wait, what's your theory? If Atrazer if, if if just... wins, you're not, you're not going to like it. My theory. <laughs> <laughs> really? I feel like... I feel like I, I, what's this I based like on? I he hasn't been liking the classics. I've been liking the classics? He, I, I was digging the... Uh, what, was the what was the side-scrolling robot one we did? That oh, one was awesome. Okay, you did like Cybernator. Oh yeah, that game was sweet as hell. I wish I was better at it. But you didn't like Ikaruga. You didn't like. Uh, you were down and on. You're down on Shatterhand a bit, and you were pumped to play that. Yeah, I was. I Shatterhand was a little bit harder than I remembered it was. You know, than I remembered it being, but still a, a fun classic game. Yeah, I don't remember Actraiser being particularly. Different. It's not too bad. I remember it just being kind of just being yeah. very fun and, and like a game yeah. you get into. Yes, it is very cool. Not that I'm, I don't mean to be, uh, you know, championing one or the other. <laughs> I, I definitely want to play Actraiser. I mean, I already said it was like my favorite game. You're not the only one, though. We actually had somebody in the chat say that Actraiser should win just by default. Yeah. So... Uh, I, yeah. So, yeah, that was, uh, that would be Nate. He always contributes to the uh, game clubs. So, uh... nice. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's all I got this week. You guys have any other uh, things you want to throw in? Final no, thoughts? Um, no. Uh, just a lot of good games right now. Tough time of year. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there's that Legend of Zelda Skyrim sword everybody's been talking about. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> How's it you liking good. it, by the way, Phil? You're you're actually you're officially doing the review for it for Elder Geek. How are you liking it so far? I am uh, liking it very much. It's very good. Um, How, like in in in, if you were to stack it, where would you where would you have it fall in in the Zelda series? Like in in terms of your favorites to least favorites. Oh, it, you know it's it's early to say now, but um, I, I would say definitely like upper echelon Zelda. Oh, yeah, it, it's up there. It's wow. very um, I'll, I'll go into it a little bit. Um, it's a little more linear than other zeldas in a way like the main storyline as far as like the maps and stuff but it's more um i feel like it kind of reminds me of metroid a little bit whereas in you go to these maps that are like really tightly designed and the overworld maps are like dungeons it's almost the game is like a giant dungeon almost hmm. so if you love zelda dungeons you will love the game because it's basic other than when you're flying around on the bird uh it's just dungeons, basically. Everything is. Navigating the overworld is like solving puzzles, trying to figure out how to climb something or whatever, and it's pretty interesting. Hmm. So, yeah, early thoughts there. Excellent. I, I, I regret that I haven't gotten to play it yet, but it is going to be under my Christmas tree, so <laughs> definitely that week in between Christmas and New Year's, I'll be uh, getting some Nice. And, and there's definitely, I, I said it's linear, but I mean, there's definitely room to like, you know, like any Zelda game, just screw around and get lost for hours. You know, I'm a couple of my friends are were playing it at the same time, and one of them, he's kind of at this similar point that I am, and he focuses a lot on the side quest, and he has so much stuff that I don't even have, or you know, I've seen. So there's a uh, there's definitely plenty to do if you know if you're looking for it. So so you said you said it's very linear, but it's not like you know like. 20 hour long uh tutorial <laughs> okay so the beginning I'll, I'll say this too the beginning the first two hours are a little rough a little rough oh like, that's kind of sad that was that was twilight princess's biggest issue it's not as bad as twilight princess um and you know like i didn't really mind the twilight princess opening too much because i'm into the whole lore and all that and i know the game's gonna get good because you know <laughs> chances are it's gonna get good um but, you know, this game spends a lot of time in the beginning, like, showing you the relationship of Link and Zelda, which is, like, new, and you know, they've never really done anything like that before. Because hmm. you know, usually Zelda is, she just kind of shows up, and 
you know, you know, you have to save her and, you know, Link will have maybe a conversation with her here and there. Usually she gets whisked away, but you know, in this one, they know each other. I guess they almost kind of love each other and, you know, they spend time going into that uh, friendship. So that's kind of cool. It's like, you know, a different take on it. So I didn't mind the slow intro too much, but it is slow. So I, He's not trying to like get a kiss from her the whole time. Uh, <laughs> 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 he could easily get the kiss if he wanted it. Does Michelangelo show up at any <laughs> point in the uh, game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm make I'm making obscure references to. I actually movie. got it. I actually got that reference with the four links eating pizza. I got that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I didn't mind the intro, but I could see by maybe people would play the first two hours and be like, yeah, maybe this isn't for me. But I feel like the moment the moment you leave this guy and you touch the ground, it's like a Zelda game and it's it, it's good and it works. So that's an initial thoughts cool. anyway. So, so you're saying eight out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> a solid a solid eight out of ten. Very solid eight out of ten. Uh, it's not a 10 but i mean it would be pretty freaking close uh. <laughs> i'm sorry i just i i love zelda a lot i just like giving you shit because, <laughs> because he likes zelda a whole lot yeah no i i love i love the zelda games i'm I'm actually probably i i really enjoyed twilight princess even though it seems like in recent years <laughs> some kind of yeah it seems like now nobody I don't likes understand it. why because it's so good. I mean, it's everybody loves Ocarina of Time, and you know I just played it again on on DS, and it's a great game. I still love it, but like Twilight Princess to me is that game like amplified and made way better. So I don't understand how people could love that one but not like Twilight Princess. Like I could see why maybe you don't like Wind Waker, why you don't like Majora's Mask because they're kind of they're very different, or even like the DS ones. I actually don't like Phantom Hourglass that much personally. Um, I can see why I don't like them because they mix up the formula a little bit and have their own little quirks. But Twilight Princess is like Ocarina of Time on steroids. I don't understand why you wouldn't like that one. But that's just me. I, I you know, again, I, I, I just, I played it through, or I got pretty far into it one time and then uh, I really, 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 really wanted to do it again and I just could not get through the intro. Just couldn't do it. Um, and so that was that was my biggest hang up with it. If there was a way for me to be able to skip past the intro and be like, "Hey, Link, next dungeon or the very first dungeon is right there. Go ahead and take at it." You know, so I, you know, so you didn't finish Twilight Princess? No, I made it. Uh, I was able to turn into a wolf, and I think I did maybe two dungeons after that. Oh, uh, you, yeah, you definitely didn't get to the awesome in that game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, missed, you missed the awesome, man. <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, and. Going back, Steve. By the way, this stuff, all the Zelda talk. If you want, you can just cut it out of the final pot. Oh, no, yes. no. It's um, a lot of people I've seen have even said, um, Skyward Sword doesn't get good until the third dungeon. Hmm. And I was playing, and I thought the first dungeon was awesome. And then I get to the second dungeon, I thought that was really cool. And I was like, well, what you know, what could possibly happen? Like that people are saying it gets better. And then the third dungeon happened and I, and the game went from like great to brilliant. And I was like, Holy shit. Now, wow. and then they say it gets better from there. And I have, I'm on my way into the fourth dungeon. So I don't, I mean, I could only imagine, but it's pretty Damn. awesome. That is pretty awesome, man. We gotta, we gotta find a way for you to like neglect your job, life and kids. So you can play more twilight princess. I know. I, I know. I want to get through it. Cause I want to like, it sucks. Cause I want to get through it. So like I can write a review for you guys. But, like, ah. I, want to savor it at the same time exactly <laughs> exactly yeah so that's what that's what repeat uh plays for. yeah that is true so I, i'm trying not to spend a lot of time doing side quests but it, like I, I still want to do a little a couple of them you know so i don't want to get too lost because i could easily get freaking fly around skyloft and go do god knows what for hours but yes Getting a lot, a lot of requests to stream the game. I know. Dante wants me to stream it so bad. I'm sorry. I'm not going to stream it. <laughs> <laughs> do you need a box? I got an extra box. Really? Mm -hmm. What do you have? I don't. I, I have like an old piece of crap. I have uh, an extra uh, Hopage HD PVR. Really? Mm -hmm. 
Oh, I'll pay. I'll give you some money for it. No. Well, <laughs> you're not giving me money for it. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't. Well, well, we'll talk about that after after the show. We'll see. Sounds we'll good. See happens. Maybe I'll stream some Zelda one day. There you go. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that was some some excellent uh, an excellent episode of the Elder Geek Zelda <laughs> podcast. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> you got started. I didn't bring it up. I don't think maybe I did. Bring it. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I was totally, I was baiting. You know, it it's funny. We, we have so many geeky about. topics that we probably could be covering at the same time, aside from video games. Like, I'm sure the both of us, or all three of us, are kind of itching to talk about uh, The Walking Dead as well. I haven't watched the last two episodes, so I, I, I'm out of it a little bit. You have not watched them? All right, all right. I will, I will keep quiet then. Oh, what happens? He, I read what happened. He, he spoiled. He read oh. spoiler. I'm a bad person. He, he actually sent it to me. Yeah, I sent you a picture. And that was like a couple weeks ago. I thought that was going to be last week's episode. Yeah, that spoiler came out yeah. really early. Which one? Which one? Which one? Um, well, I don't know. People listening to this, I don't. I don't want to spoil it. We'll oh, all right, it. all right. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to spoil anything for people who are watching the stream or who, who might download it. Whoever watches. <laughs> Dante, someone get me a microphone. <laughs> Hold on, let me de off him. <laughs> Um, so anyway, yeah, let's wrap up the uh, show here. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Thank you for everyone who showed up uh, in the chat room tonight to uh, for this first uh, streaming of the show. We'll definitely, uh, I think, uh, we'll try to do this again uh, going forward. Um, so we really appreciate it. And uh, be sure to head over to eldergeek.com. Um, look for the uh, featured article about this, about the game club. Click on it, get in there, and vote for Act Razor or... Uh, just vote for Act Razor. Super Turrican super, 2. Super, super Turrican 2. Act Razor versus Super Turrican 2. Vote for the game that you would like to play, the game that you would like us to play, and to talk about on the show next time. Um, be sure to head over to facebook.com slash eldergeek.com, twitter.com slash eldergeek.com, twitch.tv slash eldergeek.com. There's a lot of great stuff going on, a lot of great articles, uh, reviews. Guys are streaming. Great games all the time on the channel, so uh, please check it out, and uh, we will see you next time. Excellent. Thank you very much.